welcome to MVP, that means Magnificent Vibes Podcast. Yeah, this is your man, live at the cookout, Brother Williams. Yeah, I'm about to be preparing this meat for our picnic, our congregation picnic. But in the meantime, we're going to talk NBA Finals. We're going to be talking Magic Johnson. And we also going to be talking congregation picnics, softball, sunglasses, barbecue, potato salad, and a bunch of other things you can do and won't do at my picnics. My nephew Ian is going to be dropping some knowledge on y'all. Oh, and I got some new essence of oldest African oil sticks on deck after you grab your plate. So sit back. Listen to the podcast and don't sell yourself short, young bucks. Happy listening. What up, what up? What up, what up? Once yeah. again, once again, it's on. Yes, sir. <laughs> what's, what's going on, my brother? Man, it's been a long time, but, uh, you know, I'm sitting here from, from a nice breakfast I just made. Uh, got, you know, you know, got the, got the grits, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> little, little, little eggs over easy, you know what I mean? Little, 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 little bacon, you know? You greasing, you greasing right now, man, man, dog. You know, man, you making me, you making me hungry, bro. Man, I might have to come to and rob you, man. Believe you with some of that food out here, bro. I got some. I, I cook some for you right now. <laughs> you, you talking to a man that didn't have a breakfast, man? I had to, oh man, what you been doing all morning, man? Just, just stuff. Just had to get up, drop my, drop my son off at his grandparents because I had to be at work a little earlier. Drop him off at his grandparents because he don't start school till nine. So they they ran him over to school and whatever. And I just been ripping and rubbing, you know, ripping and running ever since. So yeah. Uh, but you know, but we here, we here, we live, we raw and uncut. That's right. Ready to That's get right. it on again. Ready to get it on again. I'm recording live from. I'm right across from the Kingdom Hall on 85th and Ashland. What? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, about about to make my way east. About, about to actually about to I'm about to head back over to your spot right here on the cottage grove. Oh over there, huh? That's the staple right there. I know, I know, that's the spot, man. It's a, it's a hot spot too. Yo, real quick, man. I wanna I wanna send a lot of shout outs today, man. First of all, shout out to all of our podcast brethren, uh uh Jamil and Josh, uh with views from the back of the class. They actually had me on for an episode. Uh, that hasn't aired yet. I, I I joined them a couple of nights ago on um, the talk in game and a few other things. So oh no, yeah. Shout shout outs to them. Uh, shout out to Stayos, the Podfather Father Chris. Uh, they just dropped a new one uh, yesterday. Him and Jordan. Uh, we we were we were fortunate enough uh, this past weekend to be able to all get together in person. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it was it was a rare weekend. Greg was in town. Uh, the homie Dave came through the bit. It was, it was, we got to watch game six it was it was nice man it was a nice so shout out to all our podcast brethren uh greg got some new stuff dropping hopefully soon uh with his witness test and his album reviews 
Yes. Uh, uh, shout out, shout out to everyone who got a kid graduating kindergarten or eighth grade or high school this summer. Definitely, definitely. Shouts out to um, Andy Martinez. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, him, his father is a good friend of mine too, Dave. He just graduated from high school, so and he listens to the show. So a big shout out to him as well. Congratulations, young fella. Absolutely. Shout out to all our supporters. Shout out, shout out to uh, shout out to those brothers that get a, those those friends who don't who get offended when uh they don't get invited to the uh to eat lunch with the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! Before we go any further. It's one more shout out that I want to throw in. Magnificent Vibes is officially one years old. Ah, oh, you're right. You're right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Magnificent Vibes is officially one years old, man. It started in this kitchen. <laughs> me yelling, at, <laughs> yelling at my phone by myself, and Ian said, "Hey, man, you know, I need you to ch- I need you to change something, man. Need to add pizza to <laughs> I said, "Okay," and uh, it's been magic ever since, man. Yes, yes, it, it's it's taken off, man. It's 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 a pleasure. It's, it's been a privilege to be a a part of this, man. So, thank, thanks for uh, having me on, on on for the ride, man. And but also, back, but a, back, but back on these sensitive brothers. Yeah, yeah go, <laughs> go back to these sensitive brothers too. Yeah, yeah, back uh, to what we use, what we do best. Right, right, which is calling people out. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, true story, man. My father, my father was telling me about this brother. Who was uh, he was the he was the presiding overseer at the time. My, I, I remember this vaguely. Um, this was years ago, um, and my my parents had invited the CO over for um, for lunch, mm-hmm. and um, they only had room for like ten or twelve people or whatever. So that's that's what they invited. And I guess the presiding overseer got offended because he wasn't invited. So like he approached my father and told him, uh, "Look, if I invited this luncheon." He gonna be riding around with me in field service. So if I'm not invited, he can't come. What? Yeah. Who is he? Who is and he? Well, that? Rather not say because this this congregation has been dissolved. Okay. 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 Not not, so, <laughs> not not trying to find out who he is. I'm just saying that you know as a figure of speech, like who he think he is. Oh, oh, I got you, I got you. Yeah, man. I was like, what? I'll be like, I'd be like, man, go run to the CO that. Tell tell him why he not having lunch. Right. You know, like <laughs> Wow. Yeah, man, but but friends do he that. Gonna get, man, he gonna get him after CO just because he wasn't invited. I don't know what that was about. I don't know if he was if he was scared that he was gonna get bad mouthed or something. Like, I don't know what that was about. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. And shout out, shout out to those operating committee brothers that take their job a little too serious. <laughs> hey man, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Give me an example, man. I'm, I got one for you. Don't give us no, don't send us no death threat over text message because we left a light bulb on. <laughs> I know. We leave a light bulb on. I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving these lights on. <laughs> they leave a voice message on your phone like big. You <laughs> or or being too rigid when it comes to things that you don't need to be rigid about. When we were when we were transferring from the hall, uh, uh, moving from the hall on 124th to the hall 103rd, um, you know we had a lot of a lot of like little stuff left at the hall that we had bought over the years. One of which was a step stool. 
that the children and young toddlers uh, uh, use to stand up to the podium when they have a Bible. Oh, yeah. We all familiar with those. So I asked the brother um, because we didn't have that at the new home. And my son had a talk, had a Bible reading coming up. So I asked him, I was like, hey, by any chance, can we just grab that that, that step stool from the hall on the No, 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 no. LDC has not approved us removing anything. They said not to remove anything and to get a new step stool, it would have to go through LDC. I'm like, I'm like, yo, but it's just, it, we already bought it. Like, it's just sitting there collecting dust. Right. Hold on one second, Why, why can't? Fire alarm going off for some reason. Uh oh. Uh oh. We we spitting hot fire. Yeah, we we spitting hot fire. Hey, yeah. Hold that thought, and I'm I'm I'm. We gonna get linked back up. I want to see what this is all about. All right. I I, I was spitting hot fire. It made it made the alarm go off. And <laughs> made the alarm go off, man. Man, you have to set fire to this podcast. <laughs> oh man. Well, I don't even know where I left off, man. But yeah, it was talking about the kids' uh, stool, and the guy was going off for about. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, yo, man, like it's for a kid. Like, is the LDC really going to drop the hammer on us because we grab? I was like, I'll put it back. Like after we're done, like I'll take it back to the old hall. You know, I'm then I'm also thinking like, why can't we just get a new one too? And it's like, oh no, that any any additional any additional. Uh, 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 furnishings have to be approved by LDC, and I'm just like, okay, bro, never mind, never mind. I'll figure something else out. But it's like, it's, this is an old worldly act. I've heard people say, "What would Jesus do?" Yeah, it's like, what would Jesus do? Like, like we're, we're supposed to have the mind of Christ. Wait, can you see right. Jesus being like, no, like, like your your five year old son gonna have to figure something else out? Like, like no, he can't. He can't <laughs> stand on a step stool. <laughs> Jesus used kids as an example all the time. Yes, yes. As a lesson of humility. So that right there shows you what Jesus would have did in that situation. Like, hey, you know, that's the problem with brothers, man. Elders in particular. Sometimes what gets, you know, Jehovah is an organization of love. This, His kingdom is an organization of love, not procedure. And even though procedures are important and we have to abide by procedure, there are also circumstances that happen where you have to make a exception to the rule, so to speak. Yeah, you, you have this, to be flexible. This, the congregation meeting, which is important, is a source of spiritual food that we get. And is it a, is it loving for a kid to be up there that's not tall enough with, to be without a stool? And being, you know, so what did they do? So what happened, I went to the operating committee chairman. Mm -hmm. And I'll explain the situation to him. He was like, yeah, go ahead, take it. Ain't no, he was like, ain't nothing in writing saying that, like, you can't just use the step stool here. So I think the brother, the original brother I talked to, he was just, he heard them say, okay, no additional furnishings unless, you know, LDC approves it. And he just... He didn't have the, you know, I guess you could say the capacity to think outside the box and say, okay, well, for this instance, this would probably be okay. This is not that big of a deal. Because mm-hmm. their chairman was just like, yeah, go ahead, take it. Right. So, you know, sometimes brothers, they get they get rigid. They hear the rules and then they're like, okay, these rules must be followed to the T, you know. 
and, and we can't deviate from them. But like, yeah, there are rules, there are procedures, but like, there's also exceptions to some of these rules, like you said, and, and there's room for flexibility. Right. You know, when they said additional furnishings, they meant like major stuff. They, they I don't think they meant like a step stool for kids to step on and give a, give a talk. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. These brothers, man, they kill me, dude. They, they kill me. <laughs> yeah. uh, going on top of what you said, uh, there was a situation that happened at my uh, congregation. So, you know, each assigned, each group is assigned to do light cleaning after the meeting. And so usually we made an agreement as a body to not to wait maybe 10 minutes after probably 10 minutes after the meeting is over to start vacuuming. Because, you know, when people pull out the vacuums in the middle of everybody, it gets kind of chaotic. So we figure maybe 15 minutes after the meeting is over, most of the hall is pretty much gone. There are still friends hanging around, but there's more space to operate and friends of, you know, be more subjected to move out the way. So we vacuum. And so I, I'm put it's my group's turn to clean. So I'm pulling out the vacuum and everything. And there's a brother that's in LDC. And here's the thing. It, if you're a member of LDC or if you're a member of any operating committee, it's on you to let the friends know, let the elders know, hey, we can't do this or we can't do that before or in the process of cleaning. So I'm vacuuming. Now I'm vacuuming the hallway. I'm not vacuuming the chair around the chair area. I'm vacuuming the hallway. And a fellow elder of mine comes up to me and says, we're not supposed to vacuum with just by ourselves. You're supposed to, uh, LDC says you're supposed to have a second person holding the cord. And I was like, okay, all right. Uh, a second person holding the cord, okay. Yeah, I was like, does everybody else know that? And, and, and you know, I, I took it with dry. He was like, well, you, you can let somebody that, that's in your group, you know, know that you can hold the cord. I was like, Okay, or I can just ask somebody to just hold it for me. It's not a big deal, I, you know, whatever. But, you know, and he walked away and everything. It was, you know, but in my opinion, I feel like I never, it, I never heard that. I, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing, Ian. Okay, why didn't you inform? My question to him is why didn't you inform the body? If you know that this is something that we do after every meeting, like cleaning is for every group. And you're in position that, that means if you're telling me this That means you're in position to let the congregation know And let the brothers know So uh, I, I hate when brothers try to Use opportunities To try to Correct someone When A person wasn't aware of something Yeah It's me, like, like, like you said Why didn't you like you're And this, is a bro- this was a brother at the congregation Right yeah, he had, he should have had plenty of opportunity to just tell y'all before the cleaning. And here's the other thing. Sometimes you don't have enough people actually cleaning to be able to have a second person holding. Exactly. So, so what do you do then? Do you just not vacuum? Like like right. then what? Right. I would have been I would have told him, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, that's great. Thanks for bringing out my attention, bro. Can you go ahead and hold this cord for me? <laughs> right, right. That's why I would have if you want to help, you know, like 
I'm not about to stop vacuuming. The car still needs to get clean. You know what I mean? So we've been vacuuming with one cord, with, with one person vacuuming since I've been at, 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 at since I've been at Burbank. So, and I'm sure other congregations all over the place are vacuuming with, you know, just singularly. You know, there's even pictures. Yeah, I've never, I've never done that because I'm, I'm a thug. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you see that at assemblies, like assemblies and conventions, they're longer hours. So, yes, you need a second person holding the, the cord. But we had a we had a small kingdom hall. Like, why is that a need at such a yeah. small event? Like, like, what was this, a fire going to get started? If, like, what, what's the uh, <laughs> why? You know, it, it's but but that's the difference between love and procedure. One, you know, we have to be balanced, man. We got to be balanced, you know. Yeah, yeah. He just wanted to say something, man. He just wanted to say something. But yeah, you can't always. Have, it's like I might only have four people in my group, including myself. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, I was just saying you might. I might only have four people in my whole group cleaning. One is one person's taking out the garbage. Another person's wiping down the mirrors and the tables and stuff. Another person's vacuuming, and then another person's cleaning yeah. the, the glass in the vestibule. So we might, or the bathrooms. So it's like we might not even have enough to have a person hold the cord. But right, yeah, that that that, <laughs> that brother was on some boo boo. Yeah, <laughs> I got brothers calling me, man. Hold on one second, and I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just shoot this text. Like uh, I'm gonna have to call you back. Hey Rodney, tell him you eating breakfast right now. <laughs> What'd you say? I said tell him you eating breakfast right now. Exactly, man. I'm like, man, <laughs> I, I just ignored the call. He, you know, he call again. I'm like, dude, I ignored the call for a reason. <laughs> oh, I hate it when I hate it when people do that. I'm I hate not it. available. It's like, dude, obviously I couldn't talk the first time. Ain't nothing changed in ten seconds. Right. <laughs> Leave a message. Oh, like, come on, dude. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Any more shout outs? No, man. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. Hey, man. If you don't, if might... you don't get invited to eat with the CL, man, don't take it personal. Per, per, per person probably just didn't, you know, didn't have enough room or something. I don't know. Yep, exactly. And, and, and brothers, man, just you know, we understand there are procedures that we have to follow, but man, just you know, get over yourselves, man. Don't don't be so don't be don't be trying to act all rigid for no reason. It's, yeah, that's it's a, not that's, that It's not yeah. serious That's a soft move Not a boss move Both of those Exactly Exactly Alright man Oh one more shout out I don't know if you heard about it But uh, The Buckner family Just suffered a loss Bill Buckner Who was famous for The ground ball Going through his legs During the 86 World Series He died a couple of Couple of days ago Did you hear about that? No No Yeah Bill Buckner died of He died of um, well, oh man, I just told my wife was what he uh, died of, but I'll look it up. But yeah, he he bet dementia, dementia. He died of dementia. Mm. He was only sixty nine, man. That was that's young, dude. Yeah, that's real young. <laughs> that's 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 real young. But shouts out to the Butler family. That was a big loss for baseball. You know, he was. Uh, it's unfortunate that he was known for that, and he actually I looked up his stats, man. He actually had a really good career. So, uh, for, but for him to be known for that, but he took it like a champ. He took it like a champ. He didn't get depressed, start drinking or nothing like that. Tried to commit suicide. He took it like a champ. And, 
it's actually a uh, <laughs> I actually looked this up yesterday. It's actually pretty funny. Uh, you you remember that? You ever heard of that show Curb Your Enthusiasm? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He was actually on there as a guest playing himself. In the whole episode, they're just like trashing him, you know, making jokes like little punchline jokes towards him. And then at the end of the episode, a house was set on fire. And somebody threw the baby out. Like they was like, "Oh, it's a baby!" Somebody throw the baby out. They threw the baby <laughs> out, and the baby landed on the trampoline, and the tra- and the baby bounced off the trampoline, and it was coming towards <laughs> Bill Buckminster. <laughs> and he caught the baby, and everybody started <laughs> hilarious, dude. Oh, that's funny, man. That is funny. <laughs> that was a good show, man. <laughs> it's that's an underrated show, big time. All right. <laughs> But uh, getting getting to our NBA, man, we got the NBA Finals coming up. Actually, tomorrow. Um, yes, 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 man. Yes, we have our matchups. We, we got, got our matchups. Toronto. We got the Toronto Raptors versus the Golden State Warriors, man. Who saw this coming? Yeah, yeah. The the, the Toronto Raptors ended up winning a very hard fought series against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks, man. They had a great season, won sixty games. Played hard. It looked like they were going to win the series at first when they went up two zip, but and even after they looked like they was going to win game three when they went into a couple of overtime. Was it one over? It was one overtime. No, a couple yeah. of overtimes. Couple was overtime. it? Was it two? Okay. Yeah, I think it was two. So, um, yeah, uh, th- big shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. But yeah, um, big series, man. So who you got, dude? For this for this NBA Finals, hey man, you know I got Golden State man in six. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's without KD. That's without KD. Um, yeah. There are a lot of things about the Raptors now. Now, granted, like people have kind of been disrespectful to the Raptors all season, all regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, when it came to predicting who would come out the East, you only only teams people were talking about was, was Philly and um and, and Boston. Yep, but why I don't know. Like, like Philly just ain't at that level yet, and or they could have been, they could have been, but Boston definitely w- was not showing signs that they were going to come out the East. But yeah, Boston whenever, nowhere near was in that position. When whenever people talked about it, those are the two teams they were talking about. Like they they were even disrespectful to the Bucks, despite them having the best record in the NBA. So shout out to the Raptors for for, for, for making it to the finals uh, after being kind of written off. But there's a lot of things. There are a lot of in in the Sixers series and in the Bucks series, there's a lot there's a lot of things, elements of their game as a team that bother me, that make me say, okay, for this reason, they're not going to championship. Yeah, um, I have a lot of reasons too that I got, but I'll let you go ahead with yours. Um, I, I don't know if this is going to be an issue, but one, Kawhi is hobbled, mm-hmm. um, or, or maybe maybe he may be hobbled. I I don't, I don't know. They're being kind of quiet on whatever is going on with him. Um, Marcus Saul could be incredibly streaky and inconsistent. Pascal Siakam, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't know if they're going to throw him on Draymond, but like he's he's kind of merged with their second option offensively. But like there are a lot of times when he appears kind of shook, man. Like like he don't really he don't really want to take the shot that bad. Um, yeah, I Van Fleet can be inconsistent, even though he, he appears to have come out of his rut. Uh, Ibaka, I respect, but he ain't that dude either. You know, he's not the same Ibaka that was in OKC. 
He had um, a great game seven against Philly, though. That, that was the... He did. <laughs> he did. But other he than that, well. he's, been, he's been okay. And, and then you got the Cal Lowry back. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he may he may put up seven points. He may put up 30. Who knows? Like, it, it depends on what Cal Lowry you're getting on, on that particular night. You know, um... And just the way they were celebrating a little too hard, um, you know, when they when they won the East, man, it's like it's like they were celebrating as if they know this is this is their ceiling. This is as high as they're gonna get. Except Kawhi, except Kawhi, because he's been there before. Act like you've been there before, and they're not acting like that. They're not acting like that. Do you see Golden State jumping up and down in the streets when they went to the West for the fifth straight time? No. No. So, you know, I don't know. Toronto might make it interesting. They might pull out two games. I'll give them two games. But I got Warriors in six. Yeah, I got Warriors in six, too. All for most of the same reasons that you mentioned. I'm going to get back to the Pascal Siakam thing, though. But you caught it, Rodney. You caught it with the with the Bucks and Raptors. You, you caught it. Raptors and six. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have Bucks and seven. Yeah, I had yeah, I had Raptors in six. The big the biggest reason why I had them in six was because I felt like, you know, it's, it's gonna come down to the stars, Kawhi Leonard or uh Giannis. And I felt like Kawhi Leonard he gives you more uh offensively than 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 Greek Freak does. They figured him out halfway through the series. Like the first two games, they was putting Pascal Siakam on, on Greek Freak, man, and Giannis was just cooking him, man. Like <laughs> He was cooking him bad, and then all of a sudden they changed from that to just building a wall around the paint and mm-hmm. daring Giannis to shoot. And Giannis wouldn't take the shot, and he'll either try to drive to the basket, go for a difficult layup, or he'll pass it back out to a three-point shooter. They they figured it out. And uh, another thing too, like I just feel like another reason. This is another reason why I feel like. Detroit, be not Detroit. Toronto's gonna lose this series against Golden State. Nick Nurse, I don't think he's that great of a coach. No, um, like, I think he's. I think he's decent. I don't. I don't he, think he's decent, but offensively, it's like he, he's got the Doug Collins syndrome. Like, get a ball to Mike and get the heck out the way. You know, it's now it's went from that to get a ball to Kawhi Leonard and get out of the way. It's like. I don't know, man. I I just feel like you can't do that against the Warriors because the Warriors can beat you in more ways than Milwaukee can beat you. So if Kawhi Leonard's not having a good game, like you said, who else is going to step up? Is it going to be Kyle Lowry? And Kyle Lowry's turned into not just what you're going to get out of Kyle Lowry. It's, it's like it's turned into, well... At least Kyle Lowry had 17 points, five rebounds, and uh, he had four assists. He had a decent game. It's not even a great game or a bad game. It's like he getting a great game here, a bad game here, a decent game there, an okay game here. It's like then a horrendous game there. It's like yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know, like I don't. Sometimes he commit more offensive fouls than he hit shots. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's I don't I don't get it with him. Another thing, another factor too, another guy that's going to have to play really well in this series in order for Toronto to win is Powell. And Powell had a nice series against Milwaukee. So he's another factor. If he can you mean Marcus Uh Not Marcus Paul Powell. Uh, Powell uh, what, what's the guy's first name? He came, he came off the bench. 
I gotta look up the roster, but yeah, he 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 had actually had a really good series. And he, yeah, with Marcus Saul, like you said, he's inconsistent. He's gonna have a difficult time, especially if Cousins come back, because there's talks of him coming back. If he man, comes back, Cousins ain't coming back, man. Did you did you hear about that report? Um, I forgot what network I saw, but there was they had a report from a source that was in in the gym in the scrimmages with Golden State, and they were talking about the two scrimmages that Demarcus did run, and they was just like, man, dude, he ain't ready to come back. They was like, he's sluggish, you know, he's slow, like his conditioning ain't up to par, like he got lose a lot of weight still, like they're like, man, he ain't ready. Hmm. Okay. Well. They they called they had him as questionable for game one, but I don't I don't think he's gonna play game one either. But um, Norman Powell, that's the guy's name. Okay, Norman Powell. Yeah, he came off the bench and was really big for them, and he was one of the reasons why they stayed in game three, the game that went to overtime, because Kyle Lowry was fouled out. He had fouled out of the game, so they didn't really have another player to go to in the backcourt. But yeah, Marcus Saul, he he's gonna have to be big in this series because Gasol is familiar with the Warriors he's, he's had plenty of battles with them so that's an advantage that he has but he's kind of he's over the hill dude he's washed up everybody knows he's past his prime he really couldn't do much with, with Brooke Lopez so now you gotta go now you gotta go in this series you gotta go up against a Draymond Green you gotta battle down low against him and even Lo- Looney stepped up big. People ain't talking about Looney and how well he's played. He's been playing well, like, and he's actually scoring scoring points along with with playing defense. So, like, I, I yeah, I they're not talking about him it. enough. They're not talking about him enough. And and if I'm Golden State, I don't want them talking about Looney. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is our secret weapon. He slept yep. on. We just let everyone keep sleeping. Yeah, you know, he good. Exactly. He good, but. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, but but Kyle Lowry, I don't think is going to. Danny Green, man, that, that's another person we haven't talked about yet. Man, he been Danny garbage, Green's been man. trashing this, in this these playoffs. He been garbage. I don't, I, I, just, I don't know what happened to him, man. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't it back in when they were playing the Heat. He was hitting all those threes in the finals, and he set he was setting records, setting records, and everything. Man, he is. Straight up garbage in this series. Yeah, yeah, he, he looks bad, man. He looks bad. He must have been hanging out with Drake too much or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we gonna get the Drake in the uh, <laughs> for him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's gonna be this is gonna be an interesting series. I I don't think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be six, man. Toronto does have home court advantage. But I got a message, and I want to say this message to all these guys. I actually got a couple of buddies that already call it Raptors and Seth. They smoking. Thank you. I could have said it much better. Guys, I know deep down in y'all heart of hearts, y'all tired of seeing Golden State win every year. I'm tired of seeing the Patriots win every year. But I didn't pick the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I knew the Patriots going to win the Super Bowl. I didn't even pick the Eagles to beat the the Patriots. That just it just happened, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> it just happened, and, and, it, and they almost lost that game. But like Golden State, man, is cut from a different cloth, man. You're talking about a super team, and 
They talk, I, I see all these things. Oh, Kawhi Leonard ended a dynasty against the Heat. It, you know, they, he stopped the Heat from winning three straight. Bro, I, I, I know what y'all trying to dress up. I know this ain't that team, though. Like, like you talking about different roster, different coach. This right. ain't the Spurs, man. No, this ain't this ain't the Soul Box Spurs. <laughs> if they now, if the Raptors had Greg Popovich coaching, I definitely would be like Raptors and Seth. I would, I would, but I just don't think Nick Nurse is that dude, and I don't think you know Kawhi Leonard has used so he's exerted so much energy in the last two rounds. I don't know if he's gonna have if he's gonna have enough energy to keep up with the Golden State Warriors energy. It, it's just. Dude, they've been chilling. They swept Portland early last week. Now they, you know, they might, they could come out rusty for game one. It, it's true, they could come out for, uh, rusty for game one. But you know, once they get it, once once all cylinders start clicking, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's not. I'm not for the Raptors. I, I'm not. I'm not worried about Golden State, man. They 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 got this. They they know what they're doing. You know. And in a way, man, I want to see him win without KD. Mm. Say again. Yeah, we got text messages coming through. I was saying, man. like, I want to see him win without KD. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Because that's going to say a lot. That's going to send a, a great message to KD, a big message to him. Um, you know, and, and real quick, can we talk about the fickleness of the sports media? Yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. Couple months back, uh, y'all were all saying, "Oh, KD is the best player on the planet. He's the best player on the planet." Now it's then it was, "Oh man, the Warriors they 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 better without him. They better without him." Now it's mm-hmm. Kawhi's the best player on the planet. It's like, like look, make up your minds, man, or, or at least fixing your guns. Like, stop saying one thing one week to have a hot take, and then saying something else the next week to have another hot take, man. Like. Like this, this needs to stop. This is why. This is why part of the reason why we started our own podcast because we, we yeah. got tired of what the mainstream media was saying. Exactly. You know, I hate to use that term, but like they, they, you know, sports talk and like sports radio and sports media, man, it's 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 just a bunch of people making exaggerated statements for ratings and, and have hot takes and start arg- arguments, man. It's like, yeah, man, make make up your mind. Make up your mind. It's all prisoner of the moment stuff. It's yeah. like, you know, Kawhi Leonard. I remember Kawhi Leonard being mentioned among the top three NBA players before all that stuff transpired with San Antonio last year. And all this stuff about, oh, if Kawhi had to got hurt in that series against Golden State, oh, San Antonio would have beat uh, Golden State. And all this other stuff. It, how quickly for, we forgot about all of that. And we get washed up. We get all this LeBron is the GOAT conversation. And then then now KD is the greatest in the world. And then it's, it's like you said, it's hot take stuff. We don't for it's forced topics. You know, that's all it is, is forced topics. And we ain't got time for that. We ain't, we ain't got time for that. Who going to win the who gonna win the, goalie, uh, the, the NBA Finals? Let's talk about that. Who going to win? And we, we, we don't need to come up with all these what ifs. If if Kawhi beats Golden State, that makes him golden. All that, like <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be what it is. If if, if the Raptors wait, beat Golden wait, State, wait. Then, so now that's gonna, I'm predicting what the media gonna say next. They gonna be like, well, since since uh, Kawhi Leonard beat 
the Miami Heat. Uh, does this make him the GOAT? And I'm like, I bet you, I bet you that's going to be the topic if that happens. Yep, yep. <clears throat> You're exactly right. You're exactly right. He beat the Heat, and if he beats them, yeah, that'll make him the GOAT. You know, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> Ka- Kawhi, and Kawhi Leonard, I'm not trying to disregard him. He, he is a phenomenal basketball player man like you know i love his demeanor i love his competitive spirit but like let's just pump the brakes okay yeah. pump the brakes oh you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man i had some awards to give out i might have another one okay okay topic i don't know but uh let's move on i don't know if you saw the press conference i wanted to talk to you about this Giannis walked out on his press conference after being asked a question. Him and Chris Middleton were sitting at the podium. A female asked, asked, you know, a a good question, by the way. It was a real good question. But, you know, Chris Middleton looked over at Giannis. Giannis said, man, I ain't got time for this. (laughs) Soft move or boss move, in your opinion? Um, I got to say, overall, it was a soft move. Uh, you know, part of your job is to stick around, talk to the media for at least a little bit, you right. know, out, after the games. Um, but this is in line with his character. We know Giannis is a very competitive dude. He's not here to make friends. He wants to win, you know. And when you don't win, you get frustrated and you just, you know, all you're thinking about is that loss. All you're thinking about is that missed opportunity. So I understand. I understood why he did it. I don't think it was like just beyond the pale disrespectful, but. It was, it was a bit of a soft move. And um, did you see Chris Middleton's face when he got up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Well, uh, well, yeah, we, uh, you know, we didn't get back on defense. <laughs> he was like, he was looking like, like, did he just, this, this dude just leave? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw this one quote where somebody said that Chris Middleton kind of looked at him they tried to blame uh Giannis's English like he still he speaks decent English but he still you can tell he's still learning you know it's real broken and they saying that he misunderstood what Chris Middleton was trying to tell him and he that's why he got up I ain't trying to hear that 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 like, that, nah. that, that, that that convoluted excuse man no nah. He was frustrated because he lost, man. Come on. It, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, it, hey, you know, dude, dude was frustrated. He came out. Um, that's, that's just the type of dude he is. But I, I appreciate that passion. Yeah, I do. I appreciate that passion. I'm going I'm to I'm present something to you, though. I'm going to present something to you. I've, I'm going to just give my answer before I go into that. I did, I did think it was a soft move. But... I'm, I'm going to go back to 2015 Super Bowl oh. Denver, Denver Broncos And the Carolina Panthers Yes Carolina, they beat the Panthers in the Super Bowl And Cam Newton's demeanor at that press conference Was heavily criticized But Ron Rivera came to his defense And said something I thought was interesting He said that he felt That losing teams shouldn't be interviewed after game because all it's going to do is set up situations like this to happen. 
I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with him 100%. I think, I think if like, if it's like a game where, okay, if it's a best, it's a best of seven, and this is game three, yeah, you could still interview them if they lost. But if they lost the series, man, just let them, just let them on a, you know, let them go on their way. Great, because you're in the heat of the moment. You're gonna say something that you that you regret. And a lot of people do that. They they won't. They'll just sit there and just look at the media and give them one word answers because they don't want to say nothing. Because if they know if they if they say something like the Allen Iverson effect. Now this wasn't a playoffs when Allen Iverson had his famous uh, practice rant. But you're asking a dude at the heat of a moment about practice, and he goes off, and now it turns into. Uh, <laughs> a punchline. Players are trying to avoid that, so they go to these press conferences. They already mad that they lost, and they know the media is gonna. There are gonna be some in the media that are gonna ask good questions, but then there's gonna be some in the media that's gonna ask uh, provoking questions that's gonna provoke more anger to to make them come out and say something that will be ratings worth. So. I never, I never agree. It's like, it's like getting a whooping, man. Like, if you get a, if you got a whooping by your parents, man, yeah, you, you gotta go up in front of a press conference and, and tell a whole bunch of people why you got a whooping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad whooped me because I was hanging on top of the, 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 the shower pole and I broke it. And... <laughs> All right, quest. All right, you can question. You know, open the door for. I'm opening the door for questions. Uh, were you thinking when you were? What made you hang on a shower curtain? Or, 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 <laughs> please, yeah. Explain that to me. Did you know your dad was gonna beat the living brakes off you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I did it anyway. <laughs> no, but but but. <laughs> But Juan Rivera, he he's actually he's spot on with that. He's spot on with that. Like like if they've lost the game, whatever, but if they've lost the series, yeah, I, I don't think there's a need to, you know, inter- interview him. Like nobody wants to no one really wants to see that. Like it's 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 uncomfortable to watch for me. Like, you know, I don't know how other people do it, but for me it's 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 an uncomfortable watch. It is. I remember I didn't even know this happened until I watched the documentary that um, the Fab Five documentary. I didn't know Chris Webber went in front of a, a, a podium to basically explain the whole timeout situation. And yeah. he looked like he looked visibly uncomfortable. And they were saying some of the contrary. You can tell he looked uncomfortable. Of course, he's going to look uncomfortable. He has to sit in front of over 20 something people that work for the media and ask the question why he called a timeout when there wasn't a timeout. Like, dude, that's. And he's a night was. Chris Webber was like 19 or 20 at the time. That's yeah, and that was college. You know, that was college. And they they made, they putting him in front of the camera. Right. You know, so yeah, I, I agree with that. Oh, real quick, that reminds me too. Um I just wanted to I just wanted to make a suggestion for our our, our end of the season awards when we get to them to yeah. have a, a sideline reporter of the year award. <laughs> I'm 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 all for that. I'm all for that. <laughs> it, it might be too hot for TV though. <laughs> too, too, too too hot for Cause, TV. Because because the reporter the reporter that asked that was questioning the Bucks at the end of that uh th- th- them uh, losing the series man she 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 could have been a candidate. Too too too, too, too hot, hot for TV. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but she was on point though. Yeah. Like, 
she she uh, she asked a good question. Yeah, she knew what stuff. She knew what stuff, man. Shouts out to her. I don't know her name, but you know, I, I I'm sure her, her her Twitter or Instagram page blew up after that whole incident. Absolutely, yeah, that was the best <laughs> got, thing that could happen for us. Got all these like what Bar- Charles Barkley would say. Got all these fat guys sitting in front of a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, she cute, man. Let me see if she got an Instagram page. <laughs> oh, there she is. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> them cyber, them cyber stalkers. Man, all these cyber stalkers. Yeah, that man. I, I bet you her stuff shot up big time. Uh, but yeah, before we get into our next segment, I was just wanted to briefly talk about because we really didn't get a chance to really dig deep into this. But the Magic Johnson situation, man. Woo, man. We wanted to. I. I I wanted to do a podcast so bad last week, but I, it was just too much going on. And I really wanted to talk about that interview on first take. But real quick, what was your thoughts on Magic? Basically just saying, yeah, uh, you know, it was Rob. <laughs> Man, like, like Magic don't, he don't give no you-know-what. Um, mm-hmm. Like, this man has defeated AIDS. So yeah. to go on the record against Rob Palenka, who by by all accounts is a snakish dude like he looks he looks sneaky he looks like oily and greasy and dishonest like when you look at him on camera man he doesn't look like a a a a friendly you know square dealing dude man he looks like the villain in an adam sandler movie or something man like like rob polinka he don't even look trustworthy but you saying all my wife said the same thing man you know, and, and then the other problem too is like, you know, we've all, you know, me and you, we're nine to fivers, okay? So like, I'm sure I, I, I definitely see this in my job, but I don't, and I don't know if you've seen this in your industry because your industry is more um, merit based, I guess you could say. Like, if you got skills, you do well in your in your field. Um, but the difference with Floyd's is that Floyd's is a corporate rare organization, so yeah, we I, I do see a lot of it with Floyd's too. Okay, but yeah, what I was going to get on is like when people bring in family. Okay, I'm I'm hiring so and so's daughter or so and so's son in law or so and so's nephew, and they come in and they don't have any of the business acumen that their father had or their uncle or their father in law, whoever was running the show before them. They hand the keys over to their kids, and then it's like, okay, now the inmates are running the asylum, and it's like. You know, you, you deviate from your from your formula for success all of a sudden, and it's like, you know, this this should have never happened. It's like just because this person is related to this person by blood doesn't mean they're bringing the same thing to the table in this particular business. And right. I, I see it all the time in my field. They they hire a person, and then six months later, they're they're a manager. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, where did it come from? But then, right. and then but then they suck at their job. And but right. I think that's that's exactly what's happened with the Lakers. Like I don't think Jenny Buss is a bad person, but like how is she different from my brother? Right. Cause she married to Phil Jackson. Like, like she's being influenced by too many people. She appears to be too sentimental, and she doesn't know how to give people the acts that mm. pe- people who who aren't contributing anything, you know, positive or or or, or you know, productive to to, to the Lakers organization. She just doesn't know how to give them the axe because they're these people that she has all these sentimental attachments to. And, you know, it's too many cooks in the kitchen, man. It's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. 
it is. And then you bring in LeBron, which is, you know, him and his management team, they're just going to exacerbate the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, did you read that, that article that, that, man, I can't remember what, 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 um, what publication it was on but did you read that article about everything that basically went wrong with the lakers this this past year no uh, was it the article that was talking about how magic was barely in the office or was it no it was the one that was talking about how rich paul was like in all these meetings and he was like dogging luke walton to adam silver at some dinner like back in like september Oh no, 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 no. I ain't hear about that. Okay, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to before the end of the show, man, I'm gonna try to um look up the uh the name of that article. But um go ahead with your thoughts about about everything with that. No, I, I we all knew that it was wild. Everybody before Magic even went on air, we knew it was robbed, we knew it was all about because when he said the word backstabbing during his uh, press conference when he originally left the Lakers, I was like, oh man, there's some stuff going on between him and Rob. But I agree with you on the whole uh, Jeannie Buss thing. Honestly, man, I got an award for her coming up too, but she played herself because I remember, I recall a long time ago, back when her and Phil Jackson were dating and Phil was running the Knicks and everything was going on with the Lakers, her brothers was running the Lakers. And I remember her coming on first take and uh, undisputed, talking about how if she was in position, she would do things differently and do this differently. And now that she's in position, she's doing the same thing her brothers is doing, if not worse. So, like, <laughs> I don't feel sorry for Jeannie Buss for all of this nonsense that's going on with the Lakers. But I feel like this, this is going to affect a lot of decisions made during the free agency. Now, I'm still hearing rumors of Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis possibly coming to the Lakers. But, man, if you free agents, please sit down, ask yourself, do y'all really want to be a part of this family, this Lakers organization that's dysfunctional? The, the One of the greatest players in NBA history is gone. For now, yeah, he said he's going to still, you know, give his thoughts and, and, and on, on things in regards to how things are ran with the Lakers, but he don't have any power. He's he's out. He's not in the driver's seat no more. So you don't have that. You really don't have any body that is running the Lakers organization that people respect. So who's going to come? Like, it's, it's LeBron is really the only player that's left and it's like, who wants to play with LeBron? And you all see that <laughs> You got to make a lot of adjustments. Now, Kyrie Irving, yeah, he played with LeBron, so but he knows what he's going to be getting into. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not who wants to play with LeBron, or who wants to play with Lance Stevenson. Um, you know, I, I know he but was the, on a one-year contract. Hopefully, they bring him back. But, but and like, I don't think they're going to bring him back. Oh man, that would be a terrible mistake. That would be a terrible mistake. Uh, that, that's why. This Lakers, or I'm telling you, this Lakers organization is is going down, man. It's going down fast. I, I, f- I found the name of the article. It's called "Lakers 2.0: The Failed Reboot of the NBA's Crown Jewel," and it's written by Baxter Holmes uh, for okay. ESPN. Uh, yeah, Baxter Holmes from ESPN. It's a long article, like detailing all the stuff that that went wrong. Mm. 
okay but it's it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting eye-opening article especially the rich paul stuff it's like man luke walton didn't have a chance dude he did not have a chance it, it makes him come off looking pretty good oh okay okay um but yeah very very interesting article wow hey i'm gonna have to check that out or oh, well, if you got it just send me the link yeah for sure all right cool but yeah uh lakers y'all in trouble man We'll see what happens during the, the offseason. It's going to be a, probably one of the most interesting offseasons we've seen in a while. But, man, it, it's, you know, Magic, man, he put them, he put them one, two, put the nice one, two, P. Uh, <laughs> the, the he put the two piece on him. Put the two piece on him, man. Put the two piece on him. And um, I'm giving definitely he's getting a Cuddy Award later on. So. <laughs> On to before we go on to our next segment, it's only right that we do a little commercial break. Yes, yes, let's do a commercial break and we'll be right back. Do you struggle with having to refute people when they make ill informed or idiotic comments? Are you often bothered by individuals who have an extremely inflated sense of self importance? Well, worry not, people. From Magnificent Vibes products comes a new spray on fragrance, Essence of Otis. Special cologne for special times and special individuals that nobody came to see. With just a couple of spritzes or sprays of this magnificent fragrance, you'll no longer have to be bothered with those who make delusional statements like this. And for us to come back, you know, the way we came back in that fashion, I was like, that one right there made me the greatest player of all time. That's what I felt. Or this. All my emotion came out at one time. Was it the right way to do it? No. I can't control that when I'm out there competing. Or this. They come in to see the temptations. Or this. Man, Lance Stevenson, whack. That dude can't play no ball. Ha ha. That's right. Just spritz or spray till they out your way. And for you ozone alert, whole food shop and kale eat niggas, we also have Essence of Otis available in African oil form. You can cop this wonderful product from your local liquor store or corner store in between the barbecue pork rinds and the Chico sticks, and at your local Walgreens between the hemorrhoid ointment and the black ice car fresheners. And if you go to the one on 103rd in Michigan, tell them Dr. Shabazz sent you and get 10% off your final purchase. Get your Essence of Otis today. All right, we back. All right, all right. So, hey, to, and real quick, this is we want to let everybody know this is our summer kickoff episode. This yes, is sir. our ina- inaugural summer episode. Yes sir. <laughs> yes, sir. A lot of things happen in the summertime. Um, picnics, but in order to go to these picnics and and really celebrate with your family members, family reunions, or loved ones, congregation, picnics, or whatever. A lot of people like to go get their hair cut look good before that. So I got a little story too on top of is um, picnic. This is the name of this episode. Uh, another person got shot, as y'all heard. So the ambulance is going over, over to take care of that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't know if it was after me or someone else. You know, I ain't... Uh... <laughs> Let me, let me duck down my seat a little bit. <laughs> but uh, we got right, they gone, they gone. All right, so we gonna name this segment the most most um, <clears throat> magnificent vibes podcast top ten commandments, and this is involving 
are we saying congregation picnics or just picnics in general um i mean like to be honest i haven't gone to a picnic recently that wasn't a congregation picnic <laughs> okay so we're gonna go congregation picnics then let's go you know what yeah you know what because some of these when i look at some of these commandments it's definitely congregation picnics. okay but so we, we, so we're going to go over just a few ground rules a few commandments if you will to ensure that your congregation picnic is a success we're going into the summer the weather is breaking it's birds chirping the sky is blue the sun is shining and all oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait hold up hold up hold up we got oh, another one somebody else got oh. shot all right, all right, all right. Yeah, they ain't after me, so it's all good. <laughs> uh, one more thing for my for our, my non Jehovah Witness listeners, this is for y'all too because this is affect. I mean, everybody does picnics, right? So take some of these, and you know, all my listeners who aren't Jehovah's Witnesses, this benefits y'all too. <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right, so let's let's get into it, man. I got a, I got a couple of I got two side ones I want to get out the way really early. Number one man no tiki torches man um because the because the because the maga hat wearers and the white nationalists have co-opted tiki torches we don't allow them at the cookouts no more just bring some off to keep the bugs away <laughs> well said all right uh the other another, another side note man none of that vegan bs man no no vegan food at the cookout man you want to eat vegan, man? Go eat vegan somewhere else, man. We not hey. we not bringing that vegan stuff. We not grilling mushrooms on the grill, man. Twenty second timeout. Twenty second timeout. Vegans are out here invading picnics like that. I don't know, but they ain't invading mine. <laughs> man, I didn't know that existed. But all right, let's. It's a few out there. It's a few out there. I, and I only know I only know they're vegans because they tell me they're vegans like every ten seconds. And don't tell me I don't want to hear that you a vegan while I'm eating my ribs, man. I, I don't want to hear that. You know, they, they, but they bring it up even when there's not even a meal being being served. Like they, like I, right. cool, good for you. Like right. You know who else is a vegan? My, you know, my goldfish. Like what? What, what <laughs> of it? <laughs> oh man. And uh, I guess give you some goldfish flakes. But all right, so. Uh, getting on to the actual commandments. Number one, man, have activities for the children. Okay, gotta have something for the children to do. But this goes into finding. This all feeds into finding a good location for your picnic. Make sure, see if there's a playground around. See if there's a baseball diamond. See if there's like an open space for them to to have water balloon fights or uh, what? What else do we do? Uh, uh, for apples or do a sock hop or a, a sack race or something. Right. Have activities for the children because if you don't, they gonna find something to get into. Oh, and Jenga's a good one for kids too. Cause I've seen some, I've seen some Jenga battles, man. Where kids was pretty good at it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Please have activities for the children. Cause if you don't, they gonna get all up under your feet. They all up under you. And <laughs> they gonna get restless. And, <laughs> you know, it's not gonna be pretty. All right. Number two, cook. Get there early. If the oh. cook, if the cookout starts at one, be on the spot. Be at the spot cooking by nine. Yes, yes, yes. You know, get there early, man. Get there early. Get them, get them ribs and stuff marinated. What we usually do is at our congregation, the brother who's cooking it, we drop all, off all the meat with him the night before 
he marinates it, let it sit, lets it sit in the in the fridge or whatever. He gets out there the next morning, you know, he throws it on the grill. So that way, when you get there at one, a lot of the stuff is cooked and ready to go. So cooks, please, please get there early. All right, number three, everybody must put in on the food. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, don't them people. <laughs> Them, them people who, who for hospitality want to buy napkins and, 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 and paper plates that ain't that ain't gonna work that ain't gonna work cough up some dough cough up some dough I, I don't want your napkins that's been sitting in your basement for two and a half years cough up some dough give me five ten dollars to go get some stuff we actually need what, right. we, what we what we normally do is we split up the the, the uh, contributions of, of the money and of some of the food items amongst our field service crew each field service group gets a list of items to bring and people volunteer and sign up to bring those items and it usually works out great usually works out great but everybody yeah. must put in man please put in on the picnic don't just show up with your appetite make right. a contribution beforehand okay I got, question, I got a question for you i think that's cultural i think it's cultural too because picnics at our congregation picnics our brothers they don't look they don't look for us to get get no money they just cook for everybody and that's it yeah it, it's 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 I, I believe it's culture i could totally see that i could totally see that i i've, I've been at congregations that were a little bit more diverse mm-hmm. and people will call you to bring more stuff you know what i mean right and then i'll be like or i'll or i'll be like yeah man do you need me to get some money like that man <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, somebody that got stuck getting carried off. You said what? You cut off? No, I said somebody, somebody that got shot getting carried off on the in the uh, truck. I, I think so, man. I think so. Hey, man, just some clown. I had the body. You know what I mean? <laughs> some weird stuff happening where you at today? I know, man. Hey, man, he tried to bring he tried to bring some vegan stuff to the cookout, so I bodied him. <laughs> But yeah, man, I, I was like, man, you want me to give you a couple of dollars or whatever? They like, no, 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 go ahead, eat, eat. Don't worry about that. I'm like, oh. For real, yeah. Ca- Caucasian friends are great for cookouts. They yeah. are great. Hey, how many people are you expecting? 50? Oh, okay, I'll bring enough for 80. Exactly. Exactly. You might want more. Okay. All right, so shout out shout out to all our, ca- our loving Caucasian friends out there. All oh. right, num- number four. If you're going to have a DJ... Make sure he's over 50 years old to ensure you have a music selection that is well balanced and not too hot for TV. Too, 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 too hot for TV. <laughs> oh, man. My, I, I, I want to hear some mind-blowing decisions. I want to hear some cool in the game. I want to I hear, hear some Roy Ayers. I want to hear some, um, yeah, some Summer Madness, Grover Washington. Yes. Some Temptations. Yes. Some Marvin. Gotta have Marvin. Gotta have Marvin. You gotta have Marvin, a few WNUA tracks. Uh, you gotta have all of that. You gotta have all that. Yes, yes, yeah. Make sure, make sure the, the DJ knows what's up, man. Don't don't have them throwing no too loud crew <laughs> <laughs> or trap music. Right. All right. Number five. Everyone, everyone. This is very important because we know it gets hot. Everyone, please dress appropriate. Yes. Yes. All right, brothers. Don't come out there looking like you 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 trying to pose for um, uh, some sort of uh, GQ summer spread, man. You know what I'm saying? Like like wear something what? a little rustic, man. Wear something you don't mind getting dusty. Hey, you, can't, 
<laughs> and, and don't be coming to a picnic looking like you posing for a do rag. <laughs> for a do rag. For a do rag sheet. He got on the do rag on. A do rag photo shoot. Yeah. <laughs> man, don't be coming in. No, don't be coming in no picnic looking like that, man. Pants yeah. hanging down. Or and and just don't be coming too pretty, man. I said, <laughs> I tell you a true story, man. Oh, yeah, just 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 distress knowing what you have on. I tell you a true story. About two congregation picnic, man. We were playing softball. I was up to bat. And 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 our, our friend, uh, he was pitching me the ball. He had on some shades, okay? They look like regular shades or whatever. And he pitches me the ball, and you know, I'm left-handed, so and short. So, you know, my my when I hit the ball, it it, it goes at a different trajectory. So he pitches the ball, I swing, crack, hit it, ball flies off, goes straight for his face. Cracks. Cracks his glasses like his glasses just exploded, dude. Like all I saw was like an explosion of like glass and metal, right? And I, I was worried because like I'm like that was they were on his face, so I'm worried like he got cut or something or or, or blinded. He was okay, he was okay, but he was like, man, those those are some three hundred dollar glasses. Oh, I'm like, man, who wears three hundred dollar shades in a softball game? Oh, no. Oh no! So, brothers, man, please, please leave the expensive stuff at home, man. You know, if you if you're going to come, especially if you're going to come out and play softball and get you know get physical. And sisters, sisters, please, no hot pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Rodney, you 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 seen you seen Uptown Saturday Night? Uh, yes, I have. Remember when Flip Wilson was talking about the congregation uh, uh picnic? And he was like, we need, we need more rock romance and less hot pants. <laughs> oh, man, dude. No, no hot pants, please. Please. Throw some, throw some water on the hot pants. <laughs> <laughs> and that means leggings, too, sisters. Don't be coming in with no leggings. Don't be coming in with no... Yeah, if it's hot outside, make sure the shorts are at the knees. Hey Rodney, hey Rodney, you gonna make you gonna make Brother Sanders burn the food? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I had to check. Hey, somebody take that chicken out. Somebody take that chicken out. <laughs> so I can't get. Oh, these sisters looking at. Oh, that's 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 Kim. That's Kim. That's Sister Williams. Yeah, that's Kim. Oh, that's Kim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been studying with Sister Williams for a long time. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, no hot pants. All right, number six, man. No red plastic cups, man. <laughs> what you got against red plastic cups? Hey man, it's it's not it's not the cups. It's what's in it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So clear cups? No, no, no. It ain't even about the cups. It's about the substance in the cups. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm I'm a drinker, man. I, I don't mind having a drink, but I think that <sighs> I think that sometimes that could be left out of the congregation picnic. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, I I think was it might have been last year at my congregation picnic. Somebody somebody brought something, but you know they they 
they had it like kind of quarantined in the parking lot. And, you know, France would come over and get some of the drinks if they wanted to. But it was like it, it felt so it felt it felt so dirty, man. It felt so quarantined and dirty. Like like oh man, I gotta walk over here to drink drink this drink because if I bring it over there, some other friends might get offended. So you know, you don't have to have libations at the congregation picnic. And it's during the day, so you can drink after the picnic. Like honestly, that too. Yeah, that too. You can drink yeah. after the picnic. Everybody gonna be playing sports. Everybody's gonna be getting involved in other things. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true story with that. Uh, a couple years ago, at our congregation picnic. This was back. Remember when Buzz Balls hit the market? Oh yeah. Somebody brought buzz balls, and I guess somebody had a buzz ball, and they tried to flush it down the toilet at the facility where we were having a picnic, and it clogged the toilet. Oh, no, man, come on. And my father, my father-in-law, brother Brown, he he went in to go check it out, and then I just see him coming out the bathroom. He had a buzz ball on like an ink pen, like perched up on an ink pen, and was going around showing it to everybody, like, yeah, this is what was clogging the toilet. He was holding, he was holding it like it was a murder weapon, man. Man, I love your father-in-law, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Number seven. Know who's making the potato salad? Potato salad is a is a is a refreshing, delicious side dish that's perfect in cookouts. But please, please leave the making and the preparing of the potato salad to someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> I don't want to come to the cookout and eat lukewarm potato salad. <laughs> Have you ever seen that potato salad skit? No. Wait, wait. Which one? It's about, yeah, black people, we celebrate everything. We barbecue when it comes to everything. You know, somebody graduate, we get in the barbecue. Somebody, you know, uh, quit their job, we get a barbecue. So they doing a barbecue, right? You had everything. And they had, uh, they had interacted the stand-up. So they did like a live action of the stand-up. Oh, yeah, yeah, the live track, yep. Yeah, yeah, and so they looking at, <laughs> they looking at, they, they picking up the ribs, you know what I'm saying, and got hot dogs. <laughs> the guy was like, hot dogs, burnt just like I like them. Mm-hmm, yep, yep, got hot dogs, uh, got got ribs. It's only seven of them, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I do, you know. Got macaroni and cheese, green beans, spaghetti. Who made this potato salad? <laughs> and everybody looking around like, who made this potato salad? <laughs> somebody was like pointing at this girl. And she was like, oh, Kim? Oh, Kim, man, she got cats in her house. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, man. Very true. And please, please, man, the, 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 uh, the potato salad must. I like my potato salad ice cold, man. Mm-hmm. Gotta be refrigerated. Don't let it sit out too long. Cause then the next day, ain't no one gonna be at the meeting because everybody gonna have food poisoning. <laughs> I've never been a big fan of potato salad. Why? Because of the, your rule. People don't get good people to cook the or, or to prepare the potato salad. And it, and I, I'm telling you, man, there's very. I can count on my hands how many times I had a good potato salad, and that's only maybe about twice. Oh no, man! You that's that's sad, man. Where you going to get your potato salad, man? You can get, get the decent potato salad at Jewel, man. I don't know, but yeah, people just don't make them good, man. Man, that's 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 that's, that's a tragedy, man. 
It must be regional. Um, <laughs> all right, number eight, man. Everybody must help clean up when it's over. Got to. That's a must. Many hands make the load light. Okay. Everyone help clean up when it's over. Number nine, man. Don't forget the ice. Gotta have ice, man. Don't forget like, the ice. You don't have to keep sending the same brother out three, four times to keep getting ice, man. Have enough ice there, man. Have, have, in fact, you might want to get just one person to be in charge of getting the ice. Just tell them, look, just get 10 bags of ice and we should be good. Yep. Yeah. They, 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 a buck, they a buck at the gas station. All right. Like Biggie said, number 10 should have been number one to me. <laughs> Number 10, do not get a to-go plate on your first trip to get your first plate of food. Mm. Yeah, that's a big no-no. That's 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 a big no-no. I hate it when I say, see people going up to get their first plate. We just said the prayer. Everybody's lining up. And a person in line picks up a plate and a to-go box. Talking about, oh, yeah, my um sister couldn't make it. I'm just packing up something for her. Well, no, you know what? We need to feed the people who did make it. You see all these people in line behind you? <laughs> they they need to eat too. So when they eat, then you can get us to go play. And then they got they filling up two plates. They they shoveling food on two plates. They got it. They got it. They doing this balancing act on their forearm because they got two plates like tucked tucked into they tucked into the inside of their arm, like holding it up against their chest. Like, it's like, come on, man, you look ridiculous. You and you look great. They looking like they work at Red Lobster with a whole bunch of plates. You know, looking like Homer Simpson up there, up there at the buffet, man. Just, just piling, just shoveling food into their to-go plate, man. Oh, Everybody man. ain't ate yet, man. I can't stand that's, that. That's terrible, dude. And you know what? This is another. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in an extra commandment on top of that, or just a little footnote under that um, commandment. I don't want to take away from your commandments, but be modest with you with when you pick up pieces of chicken or whatever be modest in your selection and when you get your food don't be greedy like don't you know you see <laughs> there's, there's gonna be enough food for everybody don't grab a breast don't be grabbing a breast then a wing and then uh, just stacking your plate up and you know it's like wait a minute hold on i thought we were supposed to be modest here you know be balanced be balanced man just be balanced don't be greedy when you go to portillo's do you eat <laughs> When you go to Priscilla's, do you eat five hot dogs? So why no. are you doing? Why are you doing it at the picnic? Yeah, man, got about about ten polishes on one plate, man. Yeah, I'm gonna eat all these <laughs> and and two hamburgers and two hamburgers. Yeah, got a hamburger and a, a, a and two polishes and a couple and a couple of ribs yeah. and some potato salad. <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, but that's it, man. Those are those are my ten commandments, man. Please apply these commandments, and your cookout will be a success. Man, that's a, that's a dope that's a dope list. So please, those who listen to this podcast, abide by these commandments. No hot pants. Picnic will be successful. Sister, stop wearing hot pants. <laughs> Don't wear three hundred dollar glasses. <laughs> please. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, next up, I got a story time for you guys that I want to share with you. I'll be as quick as possible because we, we're short on time. But 
normally at these cookouts, you gotta look good for these cookouts. A lot of brothers, they go, brothers and sisters, sisters get their hair done, brothers get their hair cut for cookout and everything. So us barbers have to sit in the barber shop <laughs> and miss out on a lot of these cookouts. And we show up when the cookout's almost over. <laughs> so uh, we don't really benefit as barbers when it comes to, to picnics and cookouts, unless it's on a Sunday. But I just, I, I say, I'm mentioning the barbershop because I want to share true barbershop stories. And I will tell you this one, I'm going to share this one story. And it's the, the title of this story is called 58 Cancels a Detective. Now you're wondering, what does that mean? Well, listen to the story. Yo, I was cutting, uh, I had this detective, his name was Durrell. I used to cut his hair. He was one of my regulars at Gordon's on 75th in Dorchester. Shout out to Gordon's on 75th in Dorchester. Still a staple in my life, will forever be a staple in my life. But uh, some crazy stuff happened to me in that shop. And this is the first story that I'm going to share. Oh man, I didn't hear some stories about Gordy's. Well, they all told me. Oh man, I got plenty. Trust me. I added this segment for a reason. I'm going to be sharing a lot of stories that used to happen at Gordy's over these next few episodes. But this episode, this this particular story is crazy. I'm cutting this man's hair, and then you know how a ball, you know, somebody get a ball fade, right? You ball in the mouth. Yeah. Before you do the fade, so I'm balling them out, you know. And I'm talking to him. We we chopping it up. After that, I grab my next pair of clippers to start the fade. In the process of me getting ready to start the fade, this cat named Fifty Eight shows up. <laughs> He's one of the big time drug dealers in the neighborhood. His name Fifty Eight. <laughs> Fifty Eight. That's his name. Fifty Eight. And <laughs> basically, Fifty Eight come in and. Wait, wait, wait. Why was he? Do you know why he was named 58? I have no clue. I know. I have no clue. I, I honestly <laughs> did, he, did he have a face? Did he have a face like a 58 year old or something? <laughs> he was up there in age. He, at the time, he had to be in his 50s. But uh, he in jail now. So I, I don't know if he's still in jail. The last I heard, he was in jail. But at the time, you know, he, he was the big, you know, you you didn't touch. He was big. He was a king fan in, in Sircon City. Like you couldn't. You didn't touch Fifty Eight. All right. So Fifty Eight comes to the to the door. He opens the door. And he sees that girl is getting his haircut in my chair. And girl, all of a sudden, now this is a big dude. This is a big burly dude. We talking about the detective here. And Fifty Eight is not a big guy. You know, uh, probably like Reggie size. You know, so. Next thing you know, his voice gets high pitched. Like, man, man, I got you, dog. I, I got you. Don't worry about it. I got you. I'm, I'm going to get my hair cut first and then I'm going to take care of you. So 58 was like, nah, man, I need that right now. I need that today. So basically, here's the story. There was a uh, Bernard Hopkins at Fall Roy Jones. This was during a Bernard Hopkins Roy Jones fight. 58 had a boxing party at his crib. And Durrell was there. And he was shooting dice with 58 and his guys. Why he was shooting, why Detective was shooting dice with a, with, a, with the kingpin of, of, of Sircon City, I have no clue. But they basically shooting dice. Wait, you said this is a detective? Yes. Like, so he's on the force? Yes, he's on the force. And he's with 58 shooting dice. 
Okay. His guys, with, you know. So, I guess he lost $500 in a dice game in 58. So, he never, and he never paid him back. So, 58 was there to get his money. So, 58 was like, no, I need my money right now. Some, like, somebody, somebody told 58 dude was there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody told him. And so, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there like, oh, snap, this is about to get real. Um, and CeCe gave me a look like, uh, I don't think we should continue to cut this man here. Because I think CeCe knew what was about to go down. So I'm like, oh, snap. Next thing you know, uh, 58 had two dudes, two big dudes, coming. <laughs> and they sat right in front of my chair and giving him eye contact. And I'm like, oh, snap. I put my clippers down. I moved to the side. 58 was like, you better... I need that money right now, or else we gonna handle this outside. He's like, "Man, can I get my haircut, man? I got you, dog. I got you. I thought I get this haircut. Just wait on me to finish getting my haircut, and I got you." Fifty Eight was like, "Man, take this, take this dude out of the shop." <laughs> get they get up, two of these guys. They get up, stand side by side, picks this dude up, mafia style, and and, and carries him out of the barber shop. With a half cut, with a half cut head. No, no, I got you, man. I got you. Wait, wait, and his head was half cut. His head was half cut. So yeah, I'm gonna continue the story. So So they carry him out screaming, huh? (laughs) He's screaming, right? They escort him out. Fifty eight comes in the shop, walks towards me, and was like, "How much is haircut?" I was like, twenty dollars." He's like, "Here, that's his haircut money. He owed me that too." Walked out. What? Yeah, bro. Walk boss, out. boss, boss move. Boss move, dude. And he just he just won the award for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is Chicago PD that he's carrying out the barbershop. Yeah, yeah. With the cape still on, I lost a cape. By the way, <laughs> you was like, "No, nah, man, keep it." <laughs> Keep that cape. I don't know what's gonna be on that cape after y'all done with him. <laughs> I'll get another cape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I never cut. I never cut Daryl's hair ever again. It was, Wait, I, did anyone see him ever again? I, I, he stopped coming to Gordon's. Oh, they, wow. they didn't. They didn't kill him or nothing. They didn't kill him. You know, they probably they probably handled him and you know they, they touched him up a bit though. I they, bet they touched him up. They touched him up, but. They, you know, they didn't kill him because his son, his son, I, I cut his son's hair, and his son still was coming to the shop, and his son came to the shop like a couple of weeks later, and I asked him, not without crying, I just asked him, man, how your dad doing? He's like, oh, he good, he good. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making sure he didn't get killed. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> hey, hey, Rod, do you, do you do you ever see anything close to that in Floyd? <laughs> No, 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 not even close, man. They, they called a cop so quick. <laughs> man, please. Ain't nothing like that happening at Floyd's. The only the only stuff like that only happens at Gordy's and other good shops on the low end and in the wild hunters, man. That's <laughs> That is hilarious, dude. That is a hilarious story, dude. He just leapfrogged my 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 Cuddy Award nominee, man. <laughs> <laughs> I already gave mine out to Magic Johnson, so feel free. Man. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of awards, man, that, that we're gonna go right into our awards. 
I'm glad Talk you about enjoyed it. that little story time. True barbershop stories. And uh, I got more for you. Just keep listening. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if you're going to tell this one uh, that Linnell told me uh, a while ago. It was pretty It was pretty funny. <laughs> share, with, share that one with me off wax. And I let you, if, if, if that would sound familiar, I definitely put it on wax. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So we're going to get into these awards. You played yourself award. I got one for Rob Palenka, man. You played yourself, bruh. Like Rob Palenka too. Yeah, Rob Palenka played yourself, man. You played the Lakers. You played one of the greatest basketball players to ever uh, uh, pick up a basketball. This man is the president. He has a right to do whatever he wants with the organization. Who are you to call out a guy that's in position to run a franchise? Who are you? <clears throat> where's magic? What you mean? Where's magic? That's your boss, man. You sit there and you do your job. Stop playing yourself, dog. I got him down for playing himself because he told that he got caught in that lie telling that story about how Kobe Bryant uh, saw The Dark Knight and was so inspired by Heath Ledger's performance, he decided to have dinner with Heath Ledger to get <clears throat> tips on how to get locked in because he was going to go play at Madison Square Garden or something. And it's like, yo, that movie came out six months after Heath Ledger died. Right. So, Unless Kobe was having dinner with a ghost, this this story didn't happen. And he's been getting called out on this because they got him telling the story on camera. Mm. And it's like, who would do something like that? So, like, if you would lie about that, something so small, so stupid, like, what else would you lie about? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Palenka, dude. On, on top of that, Rob Palenka, ain't nobody coming to see you. You're going to get this essence of Otis as well, dude. Like ain't nobody come to see you, bro. Like, and and I gotta give a I gotta give a uh, you played yourself also to to LeBron James, who um, the report has leaked about him already reaching out to Kawhi Leonard. To yeah, and it's like, dude, he 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 about to play the finals. He about to compete for a championship. Why are you reaching out to him now? When when which is distracting him from the goal he has at hand, right? That's stupid. Yeah, I heard about that too. And I also seen this fool out kicking it with Russell Westbrook and Tristan Thompson and all that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, I was like, man, look at these losers. Like, yeah, dude, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. Like, come on, man. <laughs> doing what they do best during the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's not playing basketball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man, another body getting moved, man. Man, dude. Action over there. Hey, man, it's live out here. It's live. Man, it rained Memorial Day, man, so we got to get our numbers back up. <laughs> man, dude. It's, it, man, it's getting weird. What, how many shootings over the weekend? Oh, Memorial Day weekend? Like 30-something? Man, it was like 34 as of Sunday. Um, And then I think it was only on, like, on, only one on Monday. But I think that had more to do with the rain. Oh, okay. Like, it was a tornado warning and everything. Right, right. Ain't nobody trying to shoot nobody with no tornado warning. Dude, that dude, that gif you sent on Memorial oh. Day was classic. <laughs> that had me dying, dude. I didn't see it until late because I was doing Metro, but bro, when I saw it, <laughs> that was it's like a, a how black people be looking <laughs> at tornadoes. 
dude, that's so funny. Uh, yo, so it wasn't raining at Metro? Oh, it was raining. It poured down, okay. man. It, it, it poured down. I actually okay. got real quick story, dude. I had ran to Starbucks to give me some, give me some Starbucks, right? And right when I got my drink, it started pouring down like God just poured a gallon of water on top of Chicago. And so I come out. I'm, I'm kind of waiting for it to die down just a little bit so I can head back to the carts. It wasn't dying down. <laughs> yeah, it was dying down, all right. I'm like, dude, I got to get back to the carts. I'm going to just have to take one for the team. So I let my umbrella up. It's these, it's these Australian kids standing in front of... Um, standing in front of Starbucks and they all drenched all drenched all these teenage girls right so (laughs) I let my umbrella up and one of the girls was like can I go under the umbrella with you and I was like um I don't know where y'all want to go where I'm going (laughs) so they just started laughing so I so I hit it man I just hit it I'm like man I gotta get to the cars so I get you know the rain is pouring next thing you know I look over to my left one of the girls is under the umbrella with me and I'm like oh hey what's going on she's like I'm going with you I'm like okay all right so I just kept on walking because I'm like man I gotta get back to the cars I'm like what's your name she's like my name is Patricia I'm like oh okay Patricia my name Rodney uh you sure you want to go with me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, yes, I'm gonna go where you go, so I I won't have to get wet. I was like, okay. Wait, wait, Roddy, what accent is that? Cause you say Australian, but you, you got this accent. I'm terrible with accents, dog. <laughs> I don't know if she was Australian or Polish or or a vampire. <laughs> I don't know what she was, man. But she she didn't she didn't speak Ebonics, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> But but I, I man once she walked a whole block with me and then she realized I don't know if I should be going with this Negro. So she turned right back around and ran back to Starbucks and got more soap. Oh wow. I was like, I was interested. I, I told my wife, I was like, man, dog, like I got oh. a um I got a soft move or boss move question for you after we get through our awards. Alright, cool. Let's go to our next award. Um I gave the Cuddy Award to Magic Johnson, but do you got a Cuddy Award? Man, do your boy 58 just won my Cuddy Award. Um, <laughs> I had I had Robert Smith, that billionaire who um, who offered to pay the tuition for all the college graduates oh, yeah. at Morehouse. Yeah, yeah. So like, dude's a billionaire. So like, 40 million ain't nothing to him. Yeah, that ain't nothing. And but they're giving him get this, they're giving him pushback. Because they're claiming that it's illegal for him to do to, to pay these kids tuition. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm like, well, what, what law was that? Like, dude's trying to do something nice. They're like, oh no, it's a tax issue and blah blah blah. And I'm like, man, y'all need to let that dude. I bet you, if it was for another school, if it was for an Ivy League school, they they find some kind of way to let him pay it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, let these kids get their debts paid and let them live their yeah, life, man. man. But, yeah, I don't see the big deal in it, man. You know, I, I I definitely applaud him for that, man. That was that was dope. That was dope. I remember reading that. That's a, that's a life-changing thing you could do for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, yeah. shout out to him. That was a cutting move. I know you don't watch The Office, but there's an Office episode that is similar <laughs> to that. 
where Steve Carell, main character Michael Scott, promised a bunch of black kids in eighth grade that he would pay for their tuition if they all graduated. <laughs> so four years later, they all graduated, and they told him while he was at work that they wanted him to come down to the school so he could get them all their tuition, but he had to be out of money. <laughs> <laughs> And Stanley, the black character on the show, he started cracking up. Like, like, I don't know what you're going to do. So he comes down to the school. All the black kids got, like, uh, Scott's Tots t-shirts. And they did this dance for him. They did a ceremony for him and everything. And this, they, they had him come up to give a speech before he give out Star's Can for everybody to wish it. And so he goes up there to give his speech. And one of the girls says something to interrupt his speech that was funny. And he told her, uh, be careful. I ain't going to pay y'all tuition. You keep talking like that. And she was like, ah. And <laughs> like as a joke, and all the kids started laughing. And he was like, oh, no, for real, though. I'm not paying for y'all tuition. And man, they went in on this dude. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. So he, so as a, as a state of apology, he gives them backup batteries for their laptops. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's one of the funniest episodes, dude. You gotta—I know you're not a big Office fan, but that episode you appreciate, dude. It's I'm gonna have to check that out. <laughs> but yeah, man, that—that—that's what that reminds me of. It's a shame award, man. It's a shame what happened to Flip Award. You got any? Man, it's a shame what happened to the Blazers. <laughs> <laughs> got swept, dude. We didn't see that coming. Not at all. It's sad because it's like the, the games were all good, like. The, the game two, three, and four were actually winnable for the Blazers. Yeah. They were up 17 in all of the games. Yeah, man. Gold, Gold State know what they're doing, man. On, on, on top of this, I, I want to just address this real briefly, man. To all these people coming out and <clears> after <throat> one, after, after he had one bad series against the Golden State Warriors, everybody all of a sudden, it went from Damian Lillard being the most underrated player to all of a sudden, oh, he ain't, you know, he, he overrated. Like, y'all need to calm down with that. Y'all need to calm yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they need to figure it out. They got swept three years in a row. It's like, yeah, but he got swept in the Western Conference Finals. He didn't get swept in the first round all three years. Like, <clears throat> he didn't have Nurkic. He had yeah, that too. Enos with one shoulder. Enos Kaner playing with one shoulder. You got Evan Turner, who's your sixth man. <clears throat> Steph Curry couldn't buy a basket in games three and four. What you want him to do? CJ McCullough wasn't didn't really get hot until later on in the series. So like, it's more than just it's more than just about one player, man. But they, dude, they're going up against a juggernaut, man. They they over. Honestly, a lot of people picked the Denver Nuggets to beat them in the previous round because the Denver Nuggets was way more stacked than them. And they yeah they were in set. Yeah they were. So what you want? I mean, so what you want them to do, man? They were competitive, you know. They'll they'll bounce back, man. But yeah, it's a shame what happened to them. It's a shame what happened to the Bucks. Um, again, they had a great season, but man, it's a shame what happened to the Bucks, man. And you know, <laughs> hopefully uh, everything works out. Y'all, you know, go fishing, and you know, get all your fish. Go on, yeah, go, go, go fishing with Ernie and Chuck and all. Yeah, that. well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come back stronger next year, man. We'll, we'll be we'll be seeing if they make improvements off 
what they did, especially the the, the press is going to be really on the Bucks because they won sixty games. They won the East. Like they're gonna, you know, they're gonna a lot of the expectations are going to be a lot higher. But one thing that we got to look out for is Chris Middleton because he's going to be a free agent, and we don't know what he's going to end up doing. He's saying he wants max dollars. So, mm. oh, I don't know. I, would you pay Chris Middleton max dollars? No, no. Also, it's a shame what happened to Eric Blesso. Um, he just disappeared in this series against Toronto. Yes, he did. Well, he, he did. Well, you know, we talked about him on our podcast when he received all that money. And uh, he went J.R. Smith. He, he's been <laughs> during this during the series. So Yeah, man. Yeah, when does this contract kick in? Next year? Uh, yeah. 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 Have fun <laughs> with that, Bucks. <laughs> Yeah, he might be a candidate. He might be the front runner for the award. I don't know. Gonna be compa- he's going to be competing with Hayward. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, real quick, vibes of the week. Um, been listening to anything that you want to share with the podcast family? Yes, yes. Um, it's actually not a new album. It's it's an old album. It came out like 2004, 2005. Um this is this West Coast underground group called the CMA. Um, they're kind of like an offshoot of the Living Legends. Two of the Living Legends, uh, Grouch and Lucky I Am, they broke off from their own group called the CMA. Um, Consciousness meets arrogance. The name of the album is All Over. Um, just dope, really crisp production with dope beats, dope, dope bars. They got got a, a lot of real thought-provoking rhymes man a lot of real introspective rhymes um it's good stuff man it's good stuff it's called all over all it's over got a, I, I type that in it's got a great album cover dope dope all right cool i i got um i really I, i've been bumping a lot of things but uh flying lotus just dropped his new album last friday and <sighs> Can I have a moment, Ian? Please, please. Uh, oh, yeah, you might have to put some violin music on this one. Um, if you're not, if you're not aware, if you if you haven't been following Flying Lotus up until this point, I compare Flying Lotus to The Office. If you you can't go into season, you can't watch season six of The Office and be like, okay. I, I, I get it. The Office is the type of show that you have to watch from season, I don't gonna say season one, but season two at least, in order for you to understand what's going on. And that way you'll get most of the jokes as you watch episode to episode. Flying Lotus is the same thing. If you 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 can't put in this new album, Flamagra, whatever the name of the album is called, and say Oh man, you know, Dave, when we was hanging with Dave uh, over the weekend, and he, he said he had just, you know, he saw it in his archive and, you know, as a new release and he just listened to it, but he don't listen to Flying Lotus. Well, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. You got to. Yeah, you really got to start with his earlier stuff. You got to start with his earlier work and work up until this point for you to get it. With that said, and you know me, I'm a, I'm a huge Flying Lotus fan. But this album is not that good, man. I've tried. You know what? He hasn't Fine. done a good album in a while, though. Like, in my opinion, like, my, Until my the issue. Until Quiet with... Comes was his last good album. What's it called? Until the Quiet Comes. Okay. 
like Flying Lotus to me, he's just he's just he's just too inconsistent. It's like sometimes he throws down some beats that are just like mind blowing, man. I'm just like, man, this this this, this dude is on on some other stuff, man. Like he's really mm-hmm. pushing this whole beat production thing forward. And then he does stuff where it's just like it's almost just like just noise, man. It's like it's got no direction, no type of just anything. No, no, you know, it's just missing all the DNA that was present in his earlier stuff. So yeah, he he's 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 very inconsistent to me. So like I I don't I don't just buy his albums just just because they come out. Like I gotta hear good review first. It, a little backstory: he was he actually. <clears throat> been you know he was gone this is his first album in five years and he's been working on a he actually has been working on this album he started working on this album five years ago but he was just making a collection of of music throughout those past five years and then he made it into an album but it's 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 all over the place man it's 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 trippy it's dreamy and then then but then there's I feel like he falls asleep through the album and he just keeps the whatever beat he was working on and just just have you listen to that. Then he'll finally wake up and then put off a track and you're like, oh, okay, this is dope. And then he goes back into the spaceship and tries to take you into other dimensions and stuff. And it's like, come on, flying low. We don't need you to be all deep, man. Just give us some, just give us some beats, man. This is what this is what you're known for. Give dropping dope beats, like. He was a huge contributor to one of your favorite albums, to Pimple Butterfly. He was a huge uh, contributor to that album. I, I want some of that. I want some of, like, <laughs> he didn't give, and then the guest appearances, he had some good special guests that just went to waste. Solange, he had a song with Solange that was okay. Uh, Thundercat, I actually like Thundercat a lot. He's, he's got a couple of good albums. Toro Imoy had a bad uh, guest appearance. The only good, notable guest appearance on this on this album that was pretty good was Tierra Wax appearance. Uh, he did a song with her called Yellow Belly, which is actually pretty dope. But everything else, George Clinton makes a, a appearance. It's okay. It, it, it's not even. It don't even blend with the album well. It's just like he just threw George Clinton on there. It's like let me throw a West Coast track on here, and it, it, it just sounded terrible. Uh, Anderson Pack actually has a really good song on there called War. But all in all, man, I get this out of a scale of one to ten. Yeah, it's giving I'm giving this a six. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean that, that sounds far for the course for him, man. It's just that's 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 kinda like what he does, like with, with Flying Lotus. But real quick, before I let you go, man, I got a I got a, a soft move or boss move question, man. Yes. I'm out in field service. I got my wife with me and my son. It's starting to drizzle a little bit. I'm looking around in the car for, for umbrellas. There's only two umbrellas. One is my wife's umbrella, of course. And the other one is my son's Batman umbrella. Soft move or boss move? Doing door to door with a Batman umbrella. <laughs> Man, that's a boss move. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> I thought so, too. I thought so, too. Cause that's see, a boss move. I'm like my son. My son could just get up under the um, the big umbrella with my wife mm-hmm. to keep from getting wet. And he was halfway carrying it anyway. He dragging it all all on the ground and whatnot, not really holding it up. Oh man, give me that umbrella, man. I'm a, 
I'm gonna rock this Batman umbrella while I knock out these last few doors, man. Yeah, I mean, umbrellas like that are made for kids. You know, I know, you know, we're we're being a Jehovah's organization. You know, logos are really looked at. You know, heavily. You know, they want you to dress plain and not not let logos stand out. But this is what again procedure love like, bro. What's like this? Your son, man. He's got a little Batman. So what, man? It's it's an umbrella. It's gonna serve its purpose. It's just there to to protect you from getting wet, man. No, no. I was using the Batman umbrella. Right. I know. You said. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, you want to go? You want to go to somebody's house doing door to door, soaking wet, trying to teach them script? You know, stuff from the scriptures? No. You you know, you want to be presentable. So. To protect yourself, you gotta use what you got. Hey man, and that's what I did. <laughs> got, got man, man, about that. And shame on those brothers for pulling in to the side if you did to counsel him about his Batman uh, umbrella. <laughs> hey, ain't nobody do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they did, I'm all, I'm all beating you to the punch. <laughs> Appreciate it. <clears throat> well, that'll do it for our show, man. I got some bills to pay. To this week is my anniversary, man. Ah, oh, congratulations, man. How many yes, years? Yes, sir. Uh, 13, man. 13. That's what's up, man. We just, I actually just had my 12th on the 19th. Nice, nice, nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. Tell, tell the wifey I said happy anniversary, too. Appreciate uh, it. Uh, you said 12 years, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so you and Linnell the same uh, amount of years. So, yeah, 12. Yeah, man, we going on a road trip. going to Wisconsin. We rented a car. We actually taking Sydney with us, man. We actually found a dog friendly spot, so uh, we're about to be there for five days. So I, I won't be able to do a show next week, but I'll definitely be back um, for the awards, man. I'm gonna start chalking up and get these awards ready so we can have our award show. Definitely, definitely, man. Hey, man, finals might be over by the time you get back. <laughs> hey, it's cool, but the NBA awards wouldn't be starting yet, so we'll we'll still beat the NBA awards to the punch. All right, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So that'll do it, man. And with that said, I'll see you guys on the next one. All right, for sure. Peace. Check out these beats. Beats, 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 beats,
Now, I should like at this time to remind those of you attending our church picnic next Sunday that buses will depart from the front of the church after service. Now, we want to take a moment also to ask the weak among you to refrain from bringing brown paper bags to picnic. We're going to have enough brown paper bags with the lunch in them. You know what I mean? I mean, after all, we are having a church social and not a fraternity boat ride. Now, I repeat, there will be no, there will be no joy juice allowed. Now, let me hear what I said. No joy juice allowed. Would you repeat that for me one more time? No joy juice allowed. Friends, we need more romance and less hot sand. Come on with it now. Run some water on the hot pants. Well, I'll put your sprinkler on and run till you want to cool your hot pants off. <laughs>